We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wellbriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, you keep giggling like that. You're liable to get hitched. Unspoken words. (laughs) (laughs) I said unspoken words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, unspoken words, episode one twenty one in the mother loving mother fathering house mother tonight. Fathering? Um, what did you say there? While I was doing, uh, I said nothing. You said what? What? Keep touching it and it'll get itchy. <laughs> was that what you said? What did you say? I can't remember. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> if you keep touching it, it'll be itchy. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> I think it's no, good. That's not it. what I said, but I wish I did, bro. I really wish I did. Oh, man. <laughs> you, yeah. This guy is loving it. That's so stupid. That's dumb. I can't stop laughing. Oh, what did I? What the? Oh, 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 oh. Keep touching it. It will get itchy. <laughs> 121, the itchy episode. Ah, the itchy. Uh-huh. No, said, if you keep giggling like that, you're liable to get hitched. Oh, <laughs> I knew there was itch in there. <laughs> hitched, hitched. Not itched. I know, but there's an itch in there. I T H. I T C H. Oh, that was episode one twenty one. Yeah, good laugh. Yeah, All right, Chinook. Oh, oh, see you next week. One twenty two will bring it. All right, all right, Uh, all right. uh, Shake it off. off. You got to shake it off like a wet dog. (laughs) Shake me like a wet dog. Chicago. Chicago. Shawshank Redemption. That's it. You're out. Over here to my right. All the way from Bobo 90990. Hey, no, no, Hey, it's your favorite Indian. No, 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 It's your favorite Indian, the whole in one. All the way from Arrow Creek by way of Fort Belknap, JCB. Say, Shoda. Shoda. Oh. Hey, and you know me. All the way from up the road in Arrow Creek, it's Mo Hugs, not drugs. Ah, hey. Ah, hey. It's good to see all your faces. Oh, uh, it's good to be here. Uh, I come from that where the pave is not road. Oh, uh, 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 uh,
Wichita. 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 Uh, Randy B is on the road. Hasn't returned from his world tour. Now he's still on his world tour. Um, actually, he's in Pacifica, San Francisco, California. So I imagine Pacifica is like a suburb of San Francisco. Yeah, probably something like that. Something like that. So he's over there for his daughter is going to be boxing this weekend in a international tournament. So last weekend they were in uh, national silver gloves. Now this is I don't know if it's silver gloves, but it's a uh, international. So she could be potentially boxing someone from Europe or Africa, South America. So before she was just beating up on Americans, now she can beat up on some foreigners too. Yeah, she's uh. she's taking her her uh, her one hitter quitter internationally. She's taking her fisticuffs across the sea. Yep, thunder and lightning. You can't have the thunder without the lightning. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Randy B in the place to be, the pod Gotti. We're going to call him here in a bit. He's um, uh, We just talked to him before we got on air. And, yeah, they're down there. They're f- fighting through traffic right now, he said. So um, it's kind of loud in the car. We could actually hear people, other probably kids screaming around. Probably doing grab ass in the car, so <laughs> that tomfoolery, that shenanigans. Yeah, they're up to the shenanigans. So it's pretty loud in the car. So uh, he said he should be back to where they're staying or the venue um, here in about forty five minutes. So we're gonna give him a call. Um, by that time, we should be getting into our main topic. Um, so yeah, we'll have the pod guy on here in a little bit. Um, JCB, you got an announcement. Uh, I guess not really an announcement, but uh, I lost the bet. So, yeah. Super Bowl 57? 57. And uh, it was a good game. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the game. Yeah, let's talk about the game. Let's, let's uh, talk about the game. Let's talk about the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be very enjoyable for me. <laughs> no, I'm over. I'm good. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be civil. Okay, I, that's why you're gritting your teeth right now. Well, I'm smiling. Man. Uh-huh, that's what that is. I never smile, so it looks like I'm <laughs> gritting my teeth. But we're going to talk about the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Super Bowl 57, <laughs> Eagles, Chiefs, Chiefs. Man, that was a good game. I'd say it was a good game. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, um, uh, back, I mean, well, I wouldn't say back and forth. One team went up, and then the other one would come back, and then the other one came back, and then... It ended how it ended. Uh, I, how about about the field? They're talking a lot about the field. Yeah, there was. Um, I think was was it the Eagles? All their players like changed their uh, changed their cleats yeah. for the, like bigger ones. They went from quarter inch to half an inch. And I think they said three quarter inch. They went to three quarter inch. I think that was what I heard when they were Dang. when they were talking about it. But they said it was mostly well, probably the whole field. But they said really the the, the most problem areas where they where they put that paint down. Yeah. And uh, and the Chiefs remember the their uh, their kicker. That's where you hurt his ankle first game. Yeah, so they've known about that field for a while. Actually, everybody has, but yeah. they have a Super Bowl on, on on that on that field, and it's like a different kind of grass. Like to me, ever since I mean, growing up, I always thought grass was grass. Oh yeah, it was like a whole whole different th- hybrid or something. Yeah, but um. But so but, yeah, way but, too much paint, way too much paint. Well, yeah, and then they they basically decided to paint their logo like three different times all up and down that field. Yeah, but, I mean, 
running backs and tight ends and even receivers are just like slipping, trying to plant and juke. And so you got to imagine like uh, those guys down in the trenches trying to get leverage and, you know, yeah, yeah. push the line one way or the other. They they had to, you know, the same Slipping, thing. Slipping, sliding, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't tear it up. Like you would think that that turf would get tore up. Because, I mean, yeah. there are like 350-pound dudes stepping all over that grass. Oh, yeah, man. There's like, I always think about that. Like when I watch a football game, it's like at least 350. Yeah. They say 350, but these are like six, eight. 400 pound guys and they're fast and like they're ridiculously strong and fast and they're coming off that line and boom hitting each other man just imagine how much force is there just between two of those guys and then uh uh philadelphia kept doing those fourth and shorts yeah just like basically like scrumming yeah like uh rugby yeah there's like man they just moved that whole pile and then like Hertz would just be on top of it. <laughs> just kind of riding along? Yeah, just riding along. Uh, that was pretty impressive to me. Um, but I don't know if you caught that at halftime. After the Rihanna uh, performance, they sent people back out there to repaint everything. I thought they were, like, replacing divots and stuff or, like, trying to kind of patch it up as best they could. Oh, is that what they're doing? I thought they were repainting it. Oh, they could have been, I, but I, I just assumed that they were trying to, like, uh, yeah, I was I was chowing down on some wings, and I was kind of like, "Why are they repainting it?" I didn't, I didn't I wasn't really listening. Yeah, I know that that field that it, it's it slides out of there. Remember? Yeah, it's like on rollers, son. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, my overall thing was like, I thought it was over, like at halftime. Yeah, like just how dominating the offense was, and like he just threw those bombs, and like I was pumped, man. I was hyped. I wasn't like. Screaming and jumping around because I just I was just sitting there on the couch and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 feeling pretty good about it. At yeah, that I feel, point. and then plus, Mahomey, Rowan, re-aggravating his ankle injury right before half. Yeah, I was yeah. like, out right, right when that happened, I said, it's over. I was yelling it. I was like, it's over, it's over. And then seeing him limp off the field, I was. That's when I was saying it like out loud. I don't even know how loud I was yelling. I was like, "It's over! It's over!" Because <laughs> I, I thought it was like I was like I I didn't think he was gonna he was gonna play the second half. Uh-huh. And then he came back out, and they started getting rolling. And then I think I don't know the Eagles' defense wasn't like wasn't playing like how they were in the first half, or even in the previous two games, they weren't playing like how they were. Like against the Giants or how they were against like the Vikings. Like they weren't even playing to that level, like how they were playing there in the Super Bowl. So I was kind of worried about that right away because they let Mahomes go down and score right away. And I was like, shit. That was my first telltale. And then the second half, they started rolling. They were just punching them, getting down the field, eating up yards. And I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it. And I was like, I could see that coming, that loss coming. Yeah, I well, um, like I said, I was just enjoying the game one way or the other. Um, yeah. But I knew that was since we had, I had to, put, I had to see. I had, that's why I had to put some skin in the game because yeah, yeah. it makes it that much more interesting. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I was the same way. As soon as I seen him sitting on the, seen Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines, you know, just yeah. in pain, I thought, oh man, he's not. <laughs> he's just gonna if he does come out, he's gonna be hobbling around. Yeah. And, you know, he's not really what we would call a pocket passer. 
Yeah. And so I thought if, you know, and I wouldn't go so far as to say, oh, it's over, it's over. But I definitely thought, yeah, it's probably over. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then they came out and he led him on that first drive. Um, I think what what kind of uh, kept surprising me was that, uh, or what did surprise me was when uh, Hertz threw that ball right to the end zone and he ran out of bounds. They were like at the two or three or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like that dude was so wide open. Like there was nobody around yeah. him. And I no, thought, oh, like, man, when I saw that, I thought, I don't know, man. These guys, these guys haven't, they have what it takes to be able to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, because uh, there was nobody around that dude. Yeah. And uh, he actually, uh, he had to stop. Wait for that, or kind of, no, he he would have overran the ball. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But I think if uh, Jalen Hurts had a little bit more on it, that instant, but they got the touchdown anyway. The next play. Yeah, the next play. And, but Jalen um, just walked it in. But right right about there, I was thinking, yeah, you, you think it's going to go one way, and then the other team does this. and Yeah. And it gets down to the very end of the fourth quarter, um, mm-hmm. about a minute and maybe 50 seconds left. Yep. Fourth down, got to kick it, got to kick the field goal, go. Put yourself up, and then they made a call. Yeah. And so from there, let me back up from there to about, there's about five minutes left in the game, six minutes, and the Eagles receiver, I think it was Scott. I can't remember right now. Anyway, he catches it. He catches it, and as he's turning, he caught it, has possession, and as he's turning to make a football move, he gets hit. Oh, yeah. And, they, yeah, okay. and then the ball comes out, and the same guy that got a scoop and score. Yeah, scoop and score before. Same guy got it and ran it down for a touchdown, but they called it back. Went under review, and I thought that was – I thought the game was over there. Because I was like, there's no way they're going to overturn this because he had possession, both feet on the ground – and they're saying, like, because he wasn't able to make a football move, like, forward, which I don't know. I'd... From yeah. that point, I had already lost. I Like, when I seen that guy pick up the football and run it for a touchdown, at at that point I was like, it's over. Kind of seen the writing on the wall. Yeah, we lost. Just because how how good their defense was playing. I was like, we lost. Because of that, but then it got called back and then we didn't score. And then they're coming down. Or did we score? I can't remember at I that point. I can't remember at that point. Anyway, yeah, and then this play, I was just like, it was almost like a makeup play or something. To me. Oh, hindsight. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they took that score away from them. They called that bo- – I, I still think it's a bogus holding call. But they're like, we got to make up for it. But I don't know if that really goes through refs or officials' minds, but – when you watch they, a game, it looks like they're make, doing makeup calls. They, well, they they say they don't, but yeah. you know they're human beings. You never know what's going through. I mean, I wouldn't admit it if I was if that's what I was doing. Like, if, oh man, oh, yeah, yeah. I blew this call. So you know what? I'm gonna somehow make up for it down. But at that point, yeah. Um, I guess the only thing my issue with it is that if you're gonna be calling that, like, and I've heard like the the expert commentators say this too, and I yeah. agree, is that if you're gonna be making that call in week one or two, oh yeah. Then you know, keep it consistent. If you're not oh. gonna make that call, yeah, then don't make it at the end. True, true. Um, yeah, one of the commentators, he was just like, you could tell he was pissed. He's like, oh no, you can't do that. That's that's that just decided the game. 
Um, but then again, you know, one, I don't think even with that, because he slipped when he turned. Yeah. And that's when the defender, like, got on him, you know, because they collided and he spun and he kind of slipped. And then the defender, like, ran into him where that's where his hand, like, went on his hip. I mean, if you watch the whole play, I've watched it plenty of times, um, where I could see where they're calling a holding, but or but some kind of that ball. I think, regardless of the move, that I mean, he went in and he spun and he slipped and then he went to towards the end zone. By that time, the ball was already hitting the ground, so I don't think it was a catchable ball anyway. Okay, I, I mean that all I agree with because he. Um, because yeah, in real time when I remember watching it, I remember he he was way over, they threw him, way overthrew him because that was a late flag. I if I remember, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, I didn't even realize that they called a penalty until mm. way after. But I agree with that. Um, what I will say that is though is this is that um, the Eagles, you know, to their credit, they were very very humble and graceful in defeat. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what uh, sportsmanship is about. They didn't really make excuses. They didn't, you know. Oh yeah. Um, they, oh, I, I, I absolutely agree. I'm glad to that. hear that. I, I, ad, <laughs> I admire that. I, I didn't watch any posts, anything. I turned it off right away. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and somebody, and somebody, you know, like all those guys were saying, oh, well, that one play decided the game, but their coach, the Eagles coach said, you know, he, he goes, that's not the case yeah. because the, you got a whole game that decides a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially is what he said. I kind yeah, of yeah. paraphrased, but yeah, the whole game decides the game and. Yeah, and I think I go back to the the defense wasn't playing to their caliber, to their what? Um, what their to, abilities? Yeah, they weren't playing to their abilities in the second half. Maybe they maybe they had a letdown. Like, oh, he hurt his ankle. He's not coming back out. It's kind of relaxed a little. Relaxed. Bit. Yeah, they're like, oh, we got this. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's that's part of sports too. You can't let off the gas until that final buzzer. To that, that's something that we're teaching in our travel ball, because um, that's something that our our teams are. You know, they get up on people on teams and they let off the gas, and we end up losing the game. Um, I've seen it. It's um, happened. It happens. Yeah. I mean, it happens to everybody. Um, but in that moment, you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, you hurt his ankle. We're up. We got this." You know what I mean? So, irregardless of how that worked out, what it comes down to is this. That your favorite Indian is victorious in his wager with one Podgati and one Mohugs, not drugs. Which means if you uh, if you haven't been listening to the last couple episodes or last episode, is that they now have to... Uh, I don't want to say karaoke because we probably can't play the music to it, but... They have to sing a song acapella. of my choosing acapella. Yeah. And so player, uh, look, player. Since, since Randy's not here, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that. Wait till he's in, I can't in studio. Home, and <laughs> and so I have a song in mind, <laughs> but if you but. the listener out there I, <laughs> I'm definitely willing to take some suggestions, some requests if you have one, but make you know I'm gonna have a, I, my my idea is to have him. My idea is to have him sing a duet, and I think that's what I'm gonna do. I can't hate you, homie. Just like that. 
this is for the bourbons and Cadillacs. <laughs> I was listening to that on the way in because I didn't know if you were going to have a sing, so I was warming up. Warming up. Play yeah. a play on. As soon as the fourth quarter was over, I, I texted him and said, warm up the pipes, gentlemen. What did I say? He just laughed. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. I was cussing you out. <laughs> you, you, you laughed in the text, but in uh, real life, you just probably, this son of a bitch is soon. This mother father. <laughs> <laughs> this mother father. Right, at the, right after the game. Uh, that's funny. So, do you know what I did? Um, to kind of get some, I guess, distract myself after that. Loss. Unwind, maybe? Unwind. Kind of recenter. End the night on a happy note. Do you know what I did? What's that? I watched the last hour of Secretariat. Because that ending of that movie always cheers me up. Secretariat. Is that the one with the woman? Yeah, the, the Toby Maguire guy. Yeah. No, not Toby. Not Seabiscuit. Oh, that's Seabiscuit. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Secretariat. The they, they, they look triple the crown winner. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember that one now. Yeah, and then, like, um, he's in that duel. Remember, they got three races, and <clears throat> that last race, he like he just punishes that other horse by, like, 30 furlongs. Just, like, whoops up on him in, like, the in the Kentucky Derby. So or did you, was that by choice, or did you just happen to come upon it? Yeah, no, I was flipping through uh, Disney+, Plus, and that was, like, one of the featured ones. Oh yeah, that has a happy ending, so I turned it on. Oh, so you were looking for a happy ending? Yeah, I was okay. looking for a happy okay. ending okay. movie, right. a show, something. That's cool. I get comedy, it. and it worked, and uh, that got me out of my funk. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, there you that go. Movie. Utilize your tools, bro. Yeah, utilize my tools. I watched uh, <laughs> Disney Plus. Disney, and I was just watched the ending of Secretariat and. I went to bed and promptly fell asleep and had no regrets. And I haven't even really thought about the Super Bowl ever since. I'm proud of you. Closure. Bro. I'm proud Closure. of you. Closure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Because I, I sitting <coughs> over there and, and on all, yeah. In all honesty, I'm thinking, man, Josiah's probably pissed. Oh yeah, I was pissed. But you didn't hold <laughs> on to it. Yeah, I let it go. Because I got to watch Secretariat. Win that, that race, that and then Secretary and I remember when he's people. coming around that corner, and then that oh happy day starts. Playing. Oh yeah, okay. And then it's just like he wins the race. Oh happy day, he's playing. It was just like ah oh, yeah, good production that part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah heck yeah, I love that song. You ever down in the dumps and you just want a song to jazz you up, man? Blast oh happy day. The, it reminds me too. Is like I know a lot of times when I I want a little pick me up. I was listening to Nappy Roots. So oh, similar, yeah, 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 very similar. <clears throat> yeah, other songs that Happy by Pharrell. Oh yeah, because I'm happy. Yeah, I, I know uh, when that when they first started playing it, I was kind of wasn't too impressed. Yeah, yeah. But then I realized that every time it came on, I was always kind of <laughs> just kind of bobbing, bobbing your head. head and, yeah, yeah. This is I'll be happy for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I got some other songs that just kind of jazz me up. Get you all pepped up and ready to go again. Let's get back out there. Let's get back out there. We're going into overtime, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl 58, here we come. 58. Man, I hope it's a rematch. Man, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, Yeah, that Kelsey 
Travis Kelsey and his brother plays for the Eagles. He's a center. Jason. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, they're that was a pretty cool story before the Super Bowl. That was a tearjerker. I didn't see that one. I think oh, you didn't see it? I think I was on a, a rib run at that point. Oh. Oh, what'd you eat? What'd y'all eat for the Super Bowl? We last year we had uh I, I watched it with my dad um last couple of years and then uh last year we went we got pizza. Mm. And when we watched it, uh, AFC, he wanted to watch AFC Championship game. We got a pizza then, too. And so I told him, I was like, yeah, I kind of burnt out on that. So yeah. we went and got uh, the one of those meal deals at Famous Dave's. Mm. So we had the rib, a couple ribs, some pulled pork, mm. that, mm. that mm. chicken that they give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, some cornbread. Mm, mm, mm. You going to eat your cornbread? I'm going to eat your cornbread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh no yeah that that's a good choice um we had i had wings from b dubs i had habanero Oof. and habanero mango it's my favorite and then i got some regular traditional buffalo sauce which is okay. really good i like both um <clears throat> the, so you, you like the you like the spicier side then yeah um, yeah. What I what I normally do is like the Nashville hot and um, mango habanero is what I'll like if I get like a twelve wings I'll get like six mango half habanero and half. yeah half and half do half and half sauce um, I ordered a lot man I got like fifty wings oh. I thought I thought some people were coming over like um from my wife's side and it was just us so I was sitting there and I had fifty wings <laughs> I didn't eat them all I ended up freezing some. Like for future, for future uh, events. Yeah, for future future snacks. snacks. That's cool though, because uh, I can't. I mean, I'll eat them. I'll eat the hot ones. I actually I prefer those. But my dad did can't really doesn't really like spicy food as much anymore. Yeah. What's so, that? Um. Um. <clears throat> oh, and then we had like a dip, a homemade like cheese and hamburger and salsa. Everything homemade. Oh, yeah. Even the yeah. cheese was homemade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks to the Billy Goat. <laughs> yeah. Outback. Outback. Had that goat cheese. Some of that fresh goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Um, I don't know. Okay. I forgot. So what about your uh, finish, the, what you call it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to do that. Oh, so you said a duet. What's that one by uh, Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow? Picture. Picture. I put your picture today. Or I oh, put your picture away. <laughs> hey, hey. I haven't even I haven't even heard you guys sing whatever song I'm going to pick. I know it's going to be a duet. We'll say that. And I've narrowed it down to a few choices. But like I said, if you're listening to this, you guys got any requests, you have about a week to do so. Uh, let me know. Let us know. Yeah. And maybe we'll do that. But I was thinking about it, you know, like I was driving back from uh, my dad's place that night. And, like, mm-hmm. and I could just picture you and Randy singing to each <laughs> other. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Like some kind of. Some real syrupy love song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that would be good. <clears throat> something, something. I can't think. We should do a hey, uh. Eagle woman, 
Let me be your ego man. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> like I said, I'm right. I'm open. In, I'm open to anything, but I have a few things. Like, yeah, I, you told me not to say anything. Okay. So I'm from Paramount. I got no one for my own, so I come here looking for you, higher. If you'll be my honey. I will be your sugar pie, hi-ya, way hey-ya, ha I'll sing him a 49. Have him sing a 49. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey-ya, way I, I guess you could do that, too. Hi-ya, way-ya, hi-ya. Both of you sing your own song, but I want to do it. I want you guys singing to each other. Okay. Eye contact. Eye contact. Okay. <clears throat> I put your picture away. Hey, hey. And then he jumps in. I can't look at you while I'm lying next to her. You do realize one of you has to say him, though. If that- <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I'm going to come in here and you guys are going to have to argue over who sings what part. <laughs> I was headed to church. I was off to drink you away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. I, I kind of looking forward to this, but it's gonna be a good one. I really, I think so, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be magnificent, magnificent. magnificent. It's gonna be some good laughs. Yep, yep. And that's what it's all <clears> about. Like when you said, "Okay, I'll take that bet." What do you want to lose? I thought money is, you know, eh, you know, win five bucks here, ten bucks there, whatever. But this, this is gonna, this is the gift that's gonna keep on giving because we'll have it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, yuck! <laughs> what are we gonna do? I don't. The, you told me not to say anything. The only thing I can say is <laughs> eye contact. Eye contact, baby, baby. <laughs> okay, so I got a game we're gonna do here for like the next five, ten minutes. All right, all right. Welcome to finish. The sentence. Hey, hey. So I'm going to start out a sentence, and then you get to finish it. There's no right or wrong answers. You just finish it the way you would like. Okay. Okay. Dear God, look at the size of those feet. (laughs) (laughs) What? I love spinach. I don't know why I said that. Look just, out behind you. It's a bird. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what bird. Is it big bird? <laughs> it's a bird. I know that. <laughs> or is it a gangster named bird? <laughs> <laughs> it's a you gangsta, got the gun. <laughs> it's a gangster gig, big gig. It's a move on. Move on. I can't even speak. <laughs> big gig. Give it, give it. Snakes. Oh, snakes bites make me. Snake bites make me sick. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Thanks for, <laughs> Dude, thanks, that. Thanks, for, thanks for telling me that. Then. Oh, okay. <laughs> thanks for letting me know. I think you're supposed to think outside the box here. <laughs> okay. Well, I could. Let, all right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Just think outside the box. Okay. <clears throat> She has some awesome <laughs> legs. <laughs> Groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Groceries. 
<laughs> some awesome grocery bags. Wow, look at her. She has some nice grocery bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, here we go. All right, I'll, I'll give it a little more thought. I've just been reacting. Okay. I'll respond. <laughs> Don't drink the water here. It's filled with... Cooties. Ooh. Must be LG. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anybody listening out there? Oh, I was joking. I'll make one about Bapo here in a second. Nobody likes a dirt sandwich. True. True. But I have made mud pie. But that's a dessert, so it makes sense. True. Nobody likes dirt for the entree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm true that. These scrambled eggs taste like rubber chickens. <laughs> Yuck, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know. <laughs> Climbing a mountain is really hard if you don't have the right shoes on. I don't know. I blew that one. I blew that one. Damn. If you don't have the right booty, what's the correct answer? <laughs> correct. Oh, I was close. I, I, I was right there on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> my favorite breed of dog is. Oh, whoa. Okay. I want to change that. My favorite breed of dog is those stuck kind. <laughs> oh, so those red dogs. Two-headed kind. <laughs> the kind with eight legs. <laughs> they're connected at the button. Maybe they're Siamese. <clears throat> Did you know that when you see two red dogs stuck together, you're supposed to make a wish? What? Yeah. I it's do know that thing. if you watch a dog take a poop, you'll get a sty. You watch it poop? Yeah. Even if you're far away? Uh, I don't know about. I don't know how. I don't know what the proximities are, but I do know that if you watch dog poop, you'll get a sty. What? Huh? So like, if you're walking your dog and it's starting to poop, you got to look away. Yeah. Huh? Otherwise, you'll get a sty. What? That's what they say. Huh? Never heard that. You know how you get styes though? Peeing in the streets. Really? Oh, that's what I heard. Oh well, I don't know. But I heard that, like, like if you say you passed out on a couch, yeah, somebody farted there, and then that got, in your, got in your eye. So maybe that's where they came from. Somebody like really, really decided to watch their dog take a poop, and then they got a sty. Like, prayer, like up close. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> this sandwich could really use some. Sandwich could really use some stank. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Wow, <laughs> I was to cut your brain wave. I was like, I was gonna say that right before you right before you said it. You know your sandwiches could use can use a little more stank. Can you put some stank on this sandwich? Hey, grandma, come here, put some stank on this sandwich. Hey. Baby, make me a sandwich, and this time put some stank on that. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> put your stank on it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you better 
better not bring back that sandwich without no stank on it. <laughs> <laughs> better not be stingy with that stank. <laughs> <laughs> and be generous with the stink. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh man! Uh, and people want to employ us. <laughs> and people saying we're doing a good job. <laughs> we're talking about putting steak on a sandwich. <laughs> Whatever that even means. <laughs> I know what it means. I know what it means. That's all that's important. <laughs> uh, they must not listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'd like to uh, get together and collaborate on a few projects. Have you ever listened to those guys? <laughs> That's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, we'd like you to come and see this event. Wait, 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 Are you wait, sure? Wait. Are you sure? Fast forward this part. Fast forward this part. It gets better. It gets better. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> the best movie of all time is... The one that I was in, but was erased due to embarrassing content. Really? Yeah. What? I, it, what movie you in? I can't tell you that. It was erased from history. What? I'm sure there are several. <laughs> okay. Did you have too much stank in it? <laughs> A little too much stank. You're like, I had way too much stank in my scene. Rated S for stank. For extra sting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I can run faster than. Uh, I can run faster than a res dog chasing a res cat. Mm, that's fast. Both of those things are very fast. Oh, man. Res cats. I seen a res cat once. Jump on top of a trailer house. Like, not just any old trailer house. Like, a trailer house that had a little foundation and then the skirting. Yeah. So, those are a little bit higher. This cat was sitting there, and I was, like, just a kid, and I was watching it. It was one of my sister's cats. Oh, I know. It was, like, a, it was a stray. It was just sitting there in the grass, and I was, like, what is it doing? And it was, like, kind of, like, like it was going to pounce. It was getting ready, and it jumped. Probably, like, I swear. Eight, nine feet into the air and, like, hit the side of the house and, like, clawed and pushed pushed itself up and went on top. And then it was just sitting there. And I was like, what the F? Damn. Man, that cat had hops. I know, like, remember they say that those uh, mountain lions could do that, too. Like, just from a a standstill, just jump straight up into the air. (laughs) They, They jump on the rocks. Yeah. So I believe it. But then, like you, like you said, like if it gets that second kind of yeah. push, like it could. Yeah, just like made it look super easy. Like just that momentum, and then it's kind of like. Whoosh. So you can imagine, you know, like, if, if, what if those, like a house cat, if they can move that way, but be like, say, the size of a Rottweiler? Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I watch these videos of like these, like the, these tigers and these. Um, what are they? Not a zoo, but like a refuge thing. Yeah. Um, they'll just like take that crane and dangle. The fence is probably like 15 feet high. And then they'll take that meat and like dangle it maybe a couple feet higher than that. And those tigers will just be standing underneath that and like 
effortlessly, like boom, go up there and grab that meat and bring come down. That's crazy. I know, like, um, <clears throat> well, we went to the almost said zoo too, the uh, circus. Yeah, they had a circus at Metro one time, and before I, I can't remember if it was at the beginning or the end, but they let you go down there and walk around and get you like they give you elephant rides and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But they had those tigers in those cages, and you could walk right up to them, and man, their paws were like the size of this board. Yeah, huge. Holy cow, ginormous. So you mean you just get bitch slapped by one of those things? It's curtains, buddy. Yeah, man. Your guts and everything coming out. <laughs> gonna, gonna tear you open. Ever like they say, uh, grizzly bears can slap your head off. Yeah. No, I believe that. No, because like some of those reels, they'll show like in different countries where people accidentally like fall in into like the tiger pit or whatever at the zoo, the tiger, tiger exhibit. And man, those tigers will come over and like grown ass men, like just grab them back of the head and drag them off. Like a uh, ghost in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. That's a good show. Yeah, those that, two lions. Those, those bully lions, those yeah. two bullies. And they had a taste for human blood. I just rewatched that last year. You know what I always liked about that? He goes, what? they asked that one guy how he killed his lion. He said, with my hands. Yeah. And him and Val Kilmer kept doing that through the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it at the end, remember? Yeah. At the end when he's riding that train. Oh, yeah, yeah. But remember when they, I, like when they finished doing that uh, foundation for that? Bridge, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I could have want that kind of, it's a momentum killer. Yeah. <clears throat> Any more? We good? Uh, let's do a couple more. All right. Let's see. Let's see. This shirt makes me look sexy. Yeah. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. Or... This shirt makes me look available. (laughs) This shirt makes me look ostentatious. Ostentatious. I don't even know what that means. That just popped in my head. You know what it means? uh, I kind of do. I think think it means kind of um, like an asshole. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm one of those. (laughs) I'm definitely one of those. At times. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, though. Currently working on it. This shirt makes me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to find a good one here. Uh, I wish I had... 350 marshmallows and a package of cigarettes. Hmm. You going camping? <laughs> Something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely something going to happen. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be camping, but... I don't know if we'll make it to the camping part, but something's going to go down. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Let me see here now. You feeling warmed up there? I'm feeling warmed up, man. I'm Favorite yeah. Indian. Yeah, Man, I've been cold all day, bro. I don't know what it is. I've just been... Man, you're probably getting sick. That's all I've been feeling, man. I'm... And when I actually and start feeling, on me. when I actually start feeling sick, I mean, I actually start feeling cold. That's usually a precursor that I am sick or that I'm going to get sick. So there's that. Yeah. All right. So if you're ready there, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. 
Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's unspoken words, and you're tuned in to Mo Hugs, not drugs, and your favorite Indian. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And we're gonna call the pod Gotti here in a few minutes. But just to introduce tonight's topic, tonight's topic is anger. Um, and tonight we put. I got this article from the American Psychological Association. Org. So it's APA.org. And the name of the article is Control Anger Before It Controls You. And it was posted on August. Oh, it was um, posted March 3rd, 2022. Last updated August 9th, 2022. <clears throat> so just a few months ago. Uh, I really like this article. It says control anger before it controls you. Anger can make you feel as though you're at the mercy of an unpredictable and powerful emotion. Learn how to control it. And I love this article. I love this topic just because anger is probably one of my biggest issues. Um, Anger kept me in addiction. Um, I loved to get angry. I love to say F it, get angry, say F it, and then go and then give myself the green light to go get all messed up for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. Um, <clears throat> so I'm always dealing with anger myself, you know, it's a lot chiller now. Uh, I try not to get angry, um, because if I get angry, um, I'm going to hurt, hurt, hurt people. Maybe not physically, but yeah, mentally and emotionally and spiritually <laughs> and biblically. <laughs> and biblically. biblically. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I should give this guy a call and then we'll jump into it. Uh, however you want to do it, yeah. Go yeah, for it. Let's give him a call. Give this pod gaudy gentleman a call. Angry? I'm not angry. <laughs> You're angry. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the angry. You want to turn up the... Oh. Yes, thank you. I guess that would help. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh are you there? Yes, sir. Is this the pod gaudy? <laughs> what are you wearing, Pot Gotti? What are you? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, so we just now got into the main topic part. We introduced the article and then we called you. Oh, awesome. So are you still in traffic right now? Yeah, we're in traffic. Oh, damn. Um, we're by, uh, yeah, we're about an hour away from our hotel. You said that an hour ago. I know, <laughs> but we're about an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> we're still about an hour away. Yeah. No, yeah, it's all so, good. Uh, yeah, but uh, what did you guys say? What did you guys say? Uh, uh, I just, what was your, 
So just the article that um, I shared with you guys earlier today about anger. And yeah. I was just going to start reading the article and then start getting some reflections. So you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So here we go. Uh, we'll start out with the, the main, um, the bold face. What is anger? The nature of anger. Anger is an emotional state that varies in intensity from mild irritation to intense fury and rage, according to Charles Spielberg, Ph.D., a psychologist who specializes in the study of anger. Like other emotions, it is accompanied by psychological and biological changes. When you get angry, your heart rate and blood pressure go up, as do the levels of your energy Hormones, adrenaline, and non-adrenaline, adrenaline, or no adrenaline, nor, yeah, I said that right. Anger can be caused by both external and internal events. You could be angry at a specific person, such as a coworker or supervisor, or even a traffic jam, a canceled flight, or your anger could be caused by worrying or Brooding about your personal problems, memories, or traumatic or enraging events can also trigger angry feelings. <clears throat> and next one's about expressing anger. The instinctive, natural way to express anger is to respond aggressively. Anger is a natural, adaptive response to threats. It inspires powerful, often aggressive feelings and behaviors which allow us to fight and to defend ourselves when we are attacked. A certain amount of anger, therefore, is necessary to our survival. On the other hand, we can physically lash out at every person or object that irritates or annoys us. Laws, social norms, and common sense place limits on how far anger can take us. Um, anger can be suppressed and then converted or redirected. This happens when you hold in your anger, stop thinking about it and focus on something positive. The aim is to inhibit or suppress your anger and convert it into more constructive behavior. The danger in this type of response is that if it isn't allowed outward expression, your anger can turn inward on yourself. Anger turned inward may cause hypertension, high blood pressure, and depression. <clears throat> and that is where I'll pause because... That paragraph, that last paragraph that I read really highlighted something for me because um, later on in an article it talks about how some people are more susceptible to anger like hotheads. You know, there's that term, that stereotype of individuals that they're a hothead, they're a loose cannon. Um, and that was me growing up, man, I was a hothead, um, especially like playing sports or just interacting with my peers. Um I was a hothead, so my parents helped me, gave, like, with what they knew, um, they tried to help me, had me talk to counselors, school counselors, and what have you, but I remember one thing that my dad would taught me was that, hey, because I would, after games, I would just complain and be frustrated and be like, well, so-and-so didn't do this, so this other person didn't do this, and I was wide open, and they didn't pass it to me, and like kind of complaining like that, and he was like, well... This is what you should do. If you get angry or frustrated on the court, use that to hustle. Use that anger to fuel you to hustle and go get a rebound and play defense. And um, so that changed the game for me uh, in that time. So I was 
if I got angry on the court or if I got angry during that day, I would always save it for some physical exertion. Um, I started doing that. Or if I got angry in the game, I used it to go hustle or whatever. But the danger in that for me was that my playing days ended and I didn't have a healthy outlet, outlet for my anger anymore. Mm. But I'll pause there and I'll let you guys, whatever was hitting you, please feel free to speak on. Take it away. Hey. <laughs> I thought JC was going to go. JC, no? Ready for me? I was, I was <laughs> nodding toward you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, um, I can identify with what you were talking about as far as like um, being a hothead and, and not expressing anger in a healthy way. Um, I think like recently I thought, well, there's this version of the Bible that says like, be angry, but sin not, you know, meaning like angry is something that we can feel, but we don't have to act on it. And I think like growing up then, like I never understood that. I always felt like as soon as I got angry, that was a reason for me to pop off. Um, and sometimes not in, in, in a healthy way. And I, I lost so many jobs, so many friendships, so many, you know, so many things here that I held dear to me because of anger, not knowing how to express it, not knowing how to deal with it in a healthy way. Um, ruined a lot of relationships uh, because I wanted to let people know. Um, and ultimately, I think, I, I feel like that's why I went back to therapy, right? Like, I went back to therapy last March because <clears throat> I got angry one day and I didn't know. Like, I, I realized, like, man, I could have lost everything that I worked so hard for these past few years. And it scared me um, to be this old and still not deal with it healthy in a healthy manner. Um, so I went back to therapy. I went back to, uh, you know, talking to my therapist and, and working on breathing techniques and, and being mindful and, and being more self-aware. I feel like um, that's really what I got. That's, that's what I got for anger. I got it. <clears throat> it's not something that we should never try to be. It's, reason but i feel like when we're angry we don't have to stay angry if that makes sense you know yes sir yeah jc you're good <laughs> tag me in then tag me in popcorn jc what I, I went to the to your side of the ring and take you in okay <laughs> um yeah i i think this is like uh like a really important thing that we have to touch on because like, just like you guys said, like, I never had the coping skills to deal with anger in, in, in a positive way. Like, because like you said, you can, you can be, we can be angry. That's just part of it. Right. Yep. Uh, and yep. so, but I didn't like, for me, uh, most of, a lot of times it was really passive aggressive, um, which probably escalated things a lot more than they had, had to be. But, uh, and, and another thing too, was that, um, sort of, uh, withdrawing into myself and being, uh, um, kind of bottling it up, and then that, you know, we know now we know that that's not healthy either. Um, 
And I think one of the most important things that I learned along the way is that anger was a secondary emotion. Mm-hmm. So, and I think a lot of like, especially growing up and I, cause I've seen it, right? Like I think with, with, uh, native men, like a lot of their anger has to do with insecurities, um, self-esteem, pride, pride, pride's a huge one. I've seen so many, uh, altercations arise just out of this simple pride. Yep. And, sure. and, and, you know, and we, we don't, we don't know how to deal with that. Man, we, 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 we don't know how to cope with those things, but what we've seen and the examples that we were given by our peers and those around us was, you know, to lash out, maybe react with violence. And then, you know, it's just, it turns into something horrible. Yeah. And so, I think this is a really important um, discussion to have because, you know, it's okay for us to express anger, but it's not okay for somebody to say, you know, it, you, you didn't pass me the ball, so my, fe- my feelings were hurt. Yeah. You know, you, you can't say, uh, uh, you can say, oh, that guy pissed me off, but you can't say, oh, that guy hurt me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though that's the case, but. Uh-huh. And, and another thing that. That, that was important that I learned, too, was that, you know, some people say, oh, well, I just snapped. But that's never the case. It might be so, you know, that, that, that reaction might be so quick because it's so ingrained in your head. It might seem automatic, but no, there was thoughts before that. Or there was already those core beliefs that, you know, that I always talk about. And that's what kicks it in. So once we change that, once we realize uh, we're, where we're at with how... Not the not the getting angry part, but the dealing with it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that that that's the most important thing because it it's such a it's such a detriment to our people as a whole. Yeah, you know? and and for me, it's like one of those. It's it's something that's on it's on display in full blast because I've seen it. I grew up with it. Yeah, and, and you know, watching it and seeing it in the communities, and we still hear about it today. Uh, people that are unable to deal with the underlying issues so they lash out with anger they call it anger yeah and so um i think i'd like to say i mean we we gotta figure out a way to get everybody on board with at least this one thing you know if we're gonna have like priorities about stuff like i don't know if we should like we address all the all the things that are bothering us but i think this one should be one of the big ones oh yeah and that to how to identify it, how to like anger management is really what it comes down to. Straight up, yep. <clears throat> how to manage it? Yep. Yeah, definitely. And um, so going right along with this uh, article, it says unexpressed anger can create other problems. It can lead to pathological expression of anger, such as passive aggressive behavior, getting back at people indirectly without telling them why, rather than confronting them head on. Or a personality that <clears throat> seems perpetually cynical and hostile. People who are constantly putting others down, criticizing everything and making cynical comments haven't learned how to construct- constructively express their anger. Not surprisingly, they aren't like likely to have many successful relationships. Finally, you can calm down inside. This means not just controlling your outward behavior, but also controlling your internal response. Taking steps to lower your heart rate, calm yourself down, and let the feelings subside. Dr. Spielberg, or Dr. Spielberger, notes that 
when none of these three techniques work, that's when someone or something is going to get hurt. So taking the steps to lower your heart rate, calm yourself down, and let the feeling subside. And a couple of things on that. <clears throat> so I knew I was a hothead. I knew that anger was like one of my biggest issues. So learning that it was a secondary emotion and ultimately fear was the foundation for recover or for fear was the foundation for uh, anger. Knowing those two things like really opened my eyes, really blew my mind. And knowing that I can lower my heart rate just by modulated breathing, you know, breathing in two seconds and exhaling for four, doing that for like one minute can change my whole perspective on the situation and the circumstance can just like calm me down. Cause when we get anger, man, that heart rate is going, you know, hundred miles an hour. But if we can lower our heart rate, that can help us to respond. I was like, Whoa, all right, cool, man. I'm going to do that. So that's what I did early on in recovery was a lot of modulated breathing. Um, if I felt myself getting irritated, even now, if I feel myself getting stressed, um, I'll do some modulated breathing. If I feel that anxiety coming on about whatever, I'll do some modulated breathing. And within a minute, I can already feel myself calming down. Within like 30 seconds, I can feel myself physically calming down. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I can handle this. I get through this. I just got to use my tools. And so those are huge. Uh, practice that a lot early on. And I think the other thing, just from the last few paragraphs that I read, that really standing out was something that Joel said last week. He said that these things that we are feeling aren't good or bad. They just are. You know, he said feeling happy doesn't mean it's good. Feeling sad or angry doesn't mean it's bad. It's just what you're feeling right now to take the good and bad annotations out of it and just tell yourself, okay, I'm angry. I got some tools and I'm going to use them and taking that stigma out of those feelings. That was, that was, that was refreshing to me to hear that from last week's episode. That's powerful. Go ahead. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Oh, no, I'm just saying that's powerful. No, we just pulled, we literally just pulled in, went across the bridge, and, man, our kids are excited. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but their hard work brought them here. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, what Joel said, like, they, they need, like, what did he say? He said. They're either good or bad. Yeah, I take, need to take the stigma out of what we're feeling. So, just because we're happy doesn't make that feeling good and if we're sad or angry doesn't mean that it's bad that's just what we're feeling in that moment yeah no I think that's amazing I think that's like profound because it's really what we do with that emotion right yeah that can turn what we're feeling into something good or bad yeah and I think like it it comes with like self-awareness I feel like like I'm not where you are, like, where you can do modulated breathing in 30 seconds, like, man, you come down, but also am learning to give myself grace for not doing what I used to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, 
I know you struggle with it. Just kidding. <laughs> I know you guys all struggle with it. <laughs> I know some days you guys come in just angry. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself. So, it is so true, though, like, because we see it all over social media. Mm-hmm. You know, the passive-aggressive polls, the, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe for some people, like myself, maybe I'm, you know, not comfortable with, with confrontation, healthy confrontation, uh-huh. you know, so I would post something passive-aggressive, or I would be the cynic, or I would, you know, take people on um, because I was angry and I didn't want to deal with it head on. Yeah, man, that, that speaks all of to me. Yes, sir. <coughs> yes, sir. But I do like I do like how you know just in hearing you two talk, we heard both sides of 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 the same coin. Is that you know um, Josiah is, does like a like a maintenance kind of thing when he feels himself getting a certain way. And Randy, you said that you were were not there to that point yet, but you also making an effort to kind of squash that at the core, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. I, I think because both of those things are important. I mean, both of those things, like okay, so because um, you know they, they, they there's uh, there's there's different levels of anger. I mean, we get from slightly irritated to just full on rage. We talked about our the article talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. and so like an irritation. I mean, if you carry that around long enough, that's going to affect you just as much as a, a rage. What I think, I mean, maybe even more so because it's that rock in your shoe, right? Yeah. Rather than a, a broken toe, it's still going to irritate you. And eventually you might just end up taking it out somewhere where 100 miles from where it originated and, and end up lashing out there. But mm. so that the maintenance part of it is important. But it's also like what Randy said, too. And what I was alluding to earlier was that to find out, you know, the, the, the core belief that led to that. So then it won't even ask like something that used to really, 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 really just make you see red. Yeah. Nowadays won't even make you hardly, maybe mildly irritated. Yeah, and so I think, yeah. I mean, it's, both of those things are hugely important in, in how we how we That's deal with this. And it, and it's also worth noting that it's it's something that takes time. Like some, it's something you have to work on. You have to be consciously aware of. You can't just say, "Okay, I'm not going to be angry," and you can't just say, "Like, oh, I'm going to be happy all the time," because nobody's happy all the time. No, no, no. Unless you're nuts. <laughs> what, what do they call that? Positive. Uh, what's that term for that? Trying to be happy all the time. Yeah, like the um, what? What's it called, Josiah? Like uh, uh, uh toxic positivity or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that but, that that's but, a, that's a detriment too. So. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being angry. Like we, we already mentioned, it's it's an emotion. But I think it's important. Like, okay, first of all, let me let me get rid of this feeling. Let me let me reduce this the size of this this rock that I'm carrying, and then let me figure out how or why it is that I picked it up in the first place. Yeah. And I think with that, I was going to read this last paragraph, and then we'll just open it up to more discussion. <clears throat> it talks about anger management. 
The goal of anger management is to reduce both your emotional feelings and the psychological arousal that anger causes. You can't get rid of or avoid the things or the people that enrage you, nor can you change them. But you can learn to control your reactions. And I call that responding. Okay, so I'm mad. I allowed myself to get to the point where I'm angry. So this is what I do. I, I call timeout because I got unlimited timeouts every day. I call timeout and I step back from the situation. Now, if I need to pray, I pray. If I need to smudge, I smudge. I'll do all that. But I step back from even my thought processes and I'm like, okay, I'm angry. What am I really feeling? What is really going on here? Okay, I got to identify that. This person said this, and it hurt my feelings. And instead of feeling that hurt, I'm angry, and I want to do something back. So I go back to that hurt feelings. Okay, so my feelings are hurt right now. I got to deal with that. How can I deal with that? I can journal. I can tell somebody. I can pray about it. I can go to a meeting and talk about that hurt. Um, these are all healthy coping skills that I can do now. And then what that does in turn is like it kills that anger. The hurt's still there, and I still got to deal with that hurt for the next few days or week, whatever, or month. But now I'm not angry about it. I'm just hurt. I'm just dealing with these hurt feelings. Um, depending on how deep that wound is, uh, I, I use the proper tools. So that gets me out of my anger today. It's something that I do and I'm able to like the, what the article said, confront these things head on in a good way. And so where previously someone said something hurt my feelings, man, I'm firing right back, you know, talking about their mama, talking about their Kala. Talking about their 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 uncle, their uncle with the wooden leg with the kickstand. <laughs> oh, that guy! <laughs> that old guy! That old bestie! But yeah, that anger management is really like dealing with anger the same way you would with your addiction, like playing that tape all the way through. Like if I act out on this, what's going to happen? I'm gonna. Probably hurt this other person's feelings, enrage them, physical fight. Uh, then the law is going to get involved. I'm going to potentially do some time. Definitely be on paper, paying all these ridiculous fines. Potentially lose my job. So all these things, just like same thing with an addiction. Uh, you got you got triggered. You want to use. You got to play that tape all the way through to the bitter end. So with anger, the anger management piece, if you allow yourself to get to that point where you're getting enraged, is like you got to play that tape all the way through to the bitter end. Where's this going to take me? Ultimately, if I act out on this anger, it's probably going to get me to a place where I'm using. It's going to probably give me some jail time, potentially prison time. You know what I mean? I think like I can learn a lot from like everything that you just said. I 
man, like what really stuck out is like you're able to like separate your feelings and then identify the real cause of your anger, right? Like because yeah. it's secondary. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm hurt and that's why I'm angry. That hurt me. That's why I'm angry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and then I wanna get therapy. Like I'm not I'm not there yet. Like that like I try to um yeah. Yeah, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that to you. That's good. You put all this work on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I was going to suggest you do. <laughs> I'm glad you're already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, and you know, I, I, it goes back to something that I said before, like it. That to uh, because it takes it takes a it takes another level, right? To push that anger aside and look look at it for what it really is fear or hurt, pain. Um, you know, and I've said it's it's easy to put your head down and try to run through a wall, but it takes effort to find an easier way around. Mm. That takes more strength, that takes more effort, that takes more ability than to just try to run, you know, run straight through, yeah. And to me, that's you know lashing out with the, uh, at somebody while you're in while you're angry. That's 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 what kind of what it reminds me of. You might as well just try to run through a brick wall. Yeah. Um, or you can you know use your skills, use your ability, use your strengths, and go around it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even turn around and walk the other way. You don't even have to deal with a wall. Yeah. And and I know I always talk like in you know these weird like little examples, but I mean that's just kind of how my mind works. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so like, but it, but it, really, what I'm saying is is that people try to say that that anything but anger is vul- is 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 vulnerable, and that vulnerable is weak. But from what I've learned, and from what I've seen, other people or heard other people tell me, and what I've experienced, you know, talking with others like you guys and other people about this. Is that it's the exact opposite? Yeah, because it's so hard to do. It's like it, it, because especially if we're not, we're not, you know, we don't have these skills to begin with. If we're just in if this toxic um, anger and, and, and I guess maybe masculinity, would it be whatever, you, however you want to call it, like like this guy code thing, kind of pride and all that shit that goes with it. If that's what's ingrained in us, then it's really, really difficult for us to find that other way. Yeah, true. That. So, therefore, it's even it makes it even that much more difficult to to admit that. Okay, you know what? I I, I felt anger, but what it was, I was hurt, or I was embarrassed, or I was mm. ashamed, or I was I was afraid, irritated, or annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. That's that. I mean, that's that to me is is a, is a true sign of strength because nobody's gonna say that. True. Like nobody wants to. In other words, yeah. what I meant to say, nobody wants to say that. Nobody wants to say that. Oh yeah, I. Because it sounds to like it doesn't sound manly. It doesn't sound well. I was gonna say it sounds weak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it makes you sound weak, but it's not. It's not. It's like the exact opposite of it. Yeah. And so, and I, I joke around like. I say like, oh, this little call I said this and hurt my feelings. You know, like no man wants to say that or admit that. But 
that's probably what happened. That is. I mean, like there, there might be like a, a, a example of where that happened, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some old lady at at Walmart cuts you off with her shopping cart, and you try to act like you're all pissed off. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But no, man, that little old lady just offended you in some way, <laughs> and you felt butthurt about it. So yeah, there you go. It's that. It's like we were here first. First, you take our land, and then now you're cutting me off with your shopping cart. <laughs> Scold in. Scold in. Come on, call at me and you in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, man, you you were embarrassed or you were ashamed or, you know, some old lady cut you off and you just felt butthurt about it. So now you want to take her out to the parking lot and show her a thing or two. Yeah, and tune her up. Instead of saying, oh, some little color hurt my feelings and I can't take it. Yeah, and they're like stuff like that happens where it's just like. Some little thing like that, and it sets me off. Then I'm like, I pull back, and I'm like, oh, that's dumb, you know. A lot of times when I'm able to pull back, I'm like able to laugh at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that, that that too because that's uh, kind of something I I would do too. Is like I will basically take a step back and like, okay, what is this? And is it is it really worth my actual reaction? Yeah. Is it really worth this level of what I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, um, especially lately, like I've kind of really, I mean, I guess it's been a, a coping mechanism for a while, but I really put try to put things into a, a humorous light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then that's when I realized just how ridiculous a lot of the things are like going, going day to day. Like uh, uh, we, we're one of the things we talk about in the past was road rage. Yeah, and if you ride in my car with me, I'm always screaming around, yelling around. But I, <laughs> I say the most ridiculous things. Yeah, yeah. Because it it just helps me. It's because I'm not I'm not angry, but yeah, I just yeah. say outlandish stuff because I think it's funny and it helps me, you know, relieve just that stress. Yeah, 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 just deal with it. Yeah. So I'll just like <laughs> they have. Um, remember they 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 have some of those people have uh, those stickers on their window. It says, "Go back home, we're full." Oh yeah, yeah. So every once, like, if I know, uh, if I see a vehicle and I know they're out of state plates, or if they're even at the different county number, oh yeah, yeah. I'll go back to Bozeman. We're full. (laughs) Go back to wherever their plates from. We're full. Just, (laughs) just yelling, just outlandish stuff. And and to me, that's one of the things. Because then I realized that if you know, if I really was angry, if somebody cut me off in traffic, I realized just how stupid that really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, my favorite one is um. Nice turn signal. Nice turn signal, F-face. <laughs> or I always, you know, trying to drive down the street, and I'll say, punch it, Grandma, with that <laughs> pony in the ribs. <laughs> oh, not the ribs. Yeah. Kick that pony in the ribs. Whip him. <laughs> I remember when I was driving with my mom, and I said that, hurry up, Grandma. And she kind of looked at me, hey, I'm a grandma. <laughs> I wanted to say, well, stay out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. I'm not dumb. <laughs> Uh, right on. Um, yeah, yes, anger. Sir. Um, the anger thing, man. That's like, I think. Um, I'm thankful to about it, you know, for these tools that I'm able to use these days. Um, because that old me, uh, like it was, I, I wasn't ever happy a lot of times because I was always bitching and complaining about this and that and um, griping and. Never happy, never satisfied. Just pissing and moaning. Yeah, I'm pissing and moaning in my pamper all day. Um, but today, you know, I can be, I can respond. <clears throat> I can use my tools when it comes to my anger. And the ultimate goal every day is for me not to even get angry. 
Um, cause that's a, that's a bad place for me to be, but it does happen. You know, I mean, I do get angry and I do get like, I start seeing red and I just want to choke somebody out, you know, um, you know, choke them until I feel the life leave them. But then I got to play the tape and I got to use my tools and, uh, call on my accountability people, uh, because that, that's not a good place. Because ultimately, if I stay there, I'm going to go out and use. I'm going to go out and use, and that's something I don't want. Where did we go? Right? Uh, we're going to 680 still. Are you guys almost to your destination? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Heard that one. Heard that one. We had to go through a ton of weird. <laughs> oh dang! But uh, but no, I think you guys hit on some really good points, man. Um, especially as men, I, I think it's important that we address, you know, our anger issues, and and you know, um, I don't think we can run from it. I no. think we address it and and continue to grow through it. You know what I mean, like. I, I know, like, to me, like, it's impossible to not get angry. It's almost impossible to not get angry, but it's like, but it's like, what do we do with it? Berkeley Hayward, a quarter mile. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, we're navigating here. Um, hold on really quick. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel what you're saying there, Pod Gaddy. And if you need to go, man, that's cool. Um, just let us know. You probably put us on mute. But yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. I'm back. Okay. Uh, Sorry. No, it's all good. So just real quick, um, what is what is uh, this international tournament? What's it look like? When do, when's weigh-in? When's the bouts going to be? Three miles. Um, so oh, this is the beautiful Brawlers International Tournament. Um, okay. Run by two sisters uh-huh. um, out here in Pacifica, California. We brought one, two, three, four, uh, four boxers. Um, they all got a few bouts, but it's really an opportunity to get out there and protect their craft. You know, yeah. Um, a, a, a chance. It, it's a, it's a all female tournament. Nice. Uh, there's people from Taiwan, people from China, uh, England. Like so, they all. They're all coming here um, for a nice, a nice weekend of boxing. Nice Taiwan, huh? I wonder if Tom Poe's daughter is going to be boxing. Tong, Tong, Tong Poe, Tong Poe's. Well, hot times. Ah, yeah. Little duck. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so when would yeah, our man, first bout I'm be? Excited, we'll be there. I think uh, weigh-ins are at eight tomorrow, right? I think they're like uh, I think it's eight to ten or nine to eleven. Okay. Uh, and then the bouts start at twelve daily, and there's forty bouts a day. Is that Saturday and Sunday? Is that twelve o'clock American time? Yeah, American time. <laughs> Pacific. <laughs> yeah. Or is it Pacific Taiwan time? time. Taiwan time. <laughs> Chinese food here. No soul food. <laughs> Remember? 
Oh, no. <laughs> Where did that even come on Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah. He's like, when I know punk bitch. And he's like, what? I know punk bitch either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should just that go around while know. saying that. I know punk bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're about a mile from our turn, so I'll let you guys go. All right, right on, man. It's good to hear from you. Safe travels and... Yeah, tell Adriel, man, go knock him out. Bring us back I something will. Californian. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right we on. Will. I, will. I will. I'll bring something back to you guys. All right, um, cool. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, uh, I'll give you guys a call tomorrow. Right, right on. Sounds good. All right. All right. Oh, have a good, good night. night. All righty. Yep. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the Pod Gotti traveling into Pacifica from San Francisco. In there with the, I don't know what kind of vehicle, I imagine they're in a van. Sounded like they were in a, a bouncy house. Yeah, a bouncy house. All those girls talking and screaming <laughs> around in the background. No, it's all good, though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, tonight's, ang- tonight's uh, topic, anger. It's really um it's really something that can be detrimental to our recovery, to our lives in general as Native Americans, Native American men. Uh that pride thing is really huge too when you brought that up, JC. Like in the few years that I was an addiction counselor, I was like that was where probably the two biggest things um anger and pride. Like, I don't know, like, I I kind of remember that, like, I, so this is the mind state of a lot of guys that I worked with when I was an addiction counselor was that they felt like they could do whatever and still say he's sober. Like, this, that the treatment aspect was just a hoop that they had to jump through in order to get to what they wanted to do. And what they wanted to do was was have a life, a good life, live a good life and start taking care of their kids and family and have a career or start a career and, you know, have a family down the road, what have you. But that anger and that pride, like, when they seen that treatment as a hoop, like, I just got to get through this so then I can get released and then I can get my own place and I have this job. When they seen it as a hoop, I think that was that was detrimental to their recovery, that piece. Um, and it was the ones that came in as a sponge and really soaked up all the information and started utilizing the tools while in treatment and implementing the task work into their daily lives that I seen had success and are still sober today. One of the guys is an addiction counselor today where some of the guys I worked with, you know, they went back to prison. Um, Just on that pride and anger. They didn't want to let those two things go. And so maybe we should have pride as our next topic. It's one of the seven deadlies. <laughs> Man, and it, it is a... You know, but you know what really makes it so disheartening is that it's pride based on false beliefs. 
True. So and by that rationale or by that kind of logic, then it's false pride. Yeah. And and so much of our our psyche is built on that bullshit. True. Right? Like it's just it's just a house of cards. It's not yeah. even real. It's never gonna stand. Um but I think what what really uh kind of makes it you know perpetual is the fact that there are so many that haven't learned the other side or don't know the actual truth yeah. of it and and I could see like um like what you were talking about like it's their pride that really kind of inhibited their road to recovery because I get it like uh you know what man I go see Josiah I get him to sign this paper and once I'm out I'm out and I then I can do it my way uh-huh and, and yeah, like we've uh, we've all said a thousand times, man, left to our own devices, it was a train wreck. True. And but uh, why would I want to listen to you when I can do it my damn self? I'm a man. Yeah. I'm smart. Yep. I'm yep. capable. Yep. I can do it. I can count to ten. I can count to ten. I can go hang out with my 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 friends and that are still using and doing whatever and not do anything. I'm I'm strong like that. I can move them all into my house and still stay sober. I can go hang out at the bars and and not drink. I'm doing a good deed. I'm just DDing. So, yeah, that's yeah, we're saying it like that because it's just so wrong, man. It's just like God. Yeah, I can uh, stuff some bottle rockets up my ass and fly. That's what I like it, to see. That no, I mean. <laughs> Hey, that's that's my line. <laughs> I kind of like, like to see that. That's like the Dragon Warrior, but yeah, <laughs> Poe. Yeah, Poe. But I mean, that's to me. That's what it sounds. Like. And and look, I'll be the first one to admit that I didn't always think this way because I didn't always know the truth. Like I was right up in there. But mm-hmm. now that I'm on this side and I'm kind of, I don't want to sound disparaging or you know, uh, like I'm better than anybody or you know, trying to put people down. But knowing what I know now from this side of the the tracks is that that you know we can overcome this we can change this but you have to be willing yeah you have to be willing to have that strength to say you know what i was wrong yeah mhm so if i'm wrong then the next hard thing is to do will you help me to get it right yeah and mm-hmm. like i said it's, mm. it's it's easy to joke around about but Ooh. it's hard for you to really put that into uh that honest and, and, and accountable uh, state of being. Yeah. yeah, because what kept me in my addiction was that pride. I was like, okay, you know, my parents, my siblings all have drinking problems. You know, they kind of, they have all been to treatment or, you know, had drinking problems. I was like, but I'm not weak like them. That was that's what I always told myself. That's so man, that's so prideful. So I'm not weak like them. I can drink, I can get a college degree, I can drink and have a family, I can drink and have a career. That's that's what I was always playing in my head. But like you said, that was one of the hardest pills to swallow is to say that I'm wrong. And when I but when I finally did I finally let that pride go and said I'm wrong. I do have a problem. Man, that was so freeing. 
Liberating, right? Liberating. And what happened next was like I exactly what you said. I said I started seeking help to find somebody or something that could help me and the hope started coming back. I was like, okay, I'm going to get better. And I started looking for help. I wanted to go to treatment because I knew that I could, I didn't know what the treatment entailed, but I knew I, that was someplace to start. Yeah. You know? Um, but what kept me from that for so many years was that pride. And that's like I said, you're right. We should do another, we should do a whole episode on that. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, because I mean, like, anger could be another uh, one of them seven deadly sins, but wrath. Yeah, wrath. Yeah. Anger, wrath. I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it's the same. It's, it's different, but you know, it could be the same. But yeah, I mean, I, I could go on all night about it because I'm just, it just um, realizing just how far off the mark I I was, and then having everything just built upon a lie mm-hmm. is just. I get sick to my stomach to this day thinking about it. And then that's just one of the things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the lies that I ingrained in myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, yeah, just anger and pride. That's what I, just in a couple of years, you know, maybe if I had some more longevity as an addiction counselor, I probably can I'd be able to identify some other things that were really holding uh, individuals back mm-hmm. um, from walking the red road and attaining recovery and having some longevity in recovery. But in that, you know, just in those few years, I was an addiction counselor, anger and pride were huge in holding people back. Yeah, I, I could see it. I mean, I, no. I've, I've experienced it. So I absolutely believe that 100. You know what I hate was when people say 110%. <laughs> it's only 100. You can only go to 100. You can't get 110. 110, uh, you'll spill all over the place. You only yeah. get to 100. <laughs> Behave. Yeah, don't say 110. Oh, I give 111%. You only go, you only go to 100. Uh, Is your phone charged to 110%? No. <laughs> Because it doesn't work like that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, no, anyway. that just reminded me. Um, I, I said that to my daughter in the fall, at a, right before a tournament. We're driving up to the tournament. And I said, no, nah, I want you to go out there, and I want to see some good effort from you. And I want you to give 110%. She just looked at me. She said, "That's impossible." I said, "What?" Oh yeah, yeah. You remember you telling <laughs> me this story? I said, "What do you mean that's impossible?" She said, "You can't go past a hundred percent." Well, your daughter is one of the most intelligent people on the planet. I'll tell you that right now. She already gets it at her age. Thank you. Thank you. I know. It's just like to me when I heard it. You know, back when my playing days, when when the coach was like, "We need a hundred ten percent," was like, "Give it like." Everything you got and, like, like just everything you had. That's the way I took it. But she was, like, more literal. <laughs> and everything that you have is 100%. <laughs> no, it's 110%, damn it. If, you're, if you got 10 more percent to give, then you're giving 80 to 90. Right? What? Yeah. Or, well, if you got 10 more cent, if you have 10 more to give, you've only been giving 90. So bump it up. <laughs> bump it up to 100. Bump it up to 100. 100.0. <laughs> no, 
No half-assing. No half-assing. Both cheeks, baby. Only full-assing here. Only full-assing up in this house. Put some stank on it, too. Put some stank on it, Grandma. Put both cheeks and some stank on it. <laughs> that's, is that a sign? That's, that's a good place to stop. Yeah, that's, we've gone too far. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but <laughs> we've gone too far, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you call this a family show. Hey, man. <laughs> it is a family show. <laughs> we, has, we promote family structure. We here. do, but we, <laughs> we do not promote uh Healthy family conversations, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we got that explicit rating early on. <laughs> early you lost on. your right. family rating way back in episode teens. <laughs> right, like episode two when we <laughs> talked about cussing in our second episode. <laughs> I right. just figured it would be a good idea to get it out of the way. Maybe that would temper some, some of the future episodes, but no, that shit didn't work out. Not at all. That shit didn't work at all. <laughs> no, I think I think we at least say shit. What did you episode? Say? What? What did you say at the beginning? If you touch it, it'll get scratchy or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, what did you say? If you touch it, it gets itchy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now he's gonna be saying that. Don't touch it, it'll get itchy. <laughs> did you ever see that one video those girls <laughs> made when they're making fry bread with their grandma? Uh. Uh-uh. Your grandma, that old caller, is trying to show him how to make fry bread, and she's working that dough. And she goes, "If you play with it too much, it gets hard." <laughs> All those girls started laughing. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh calm oh, down, caller. Oh, caller, what are we oh, doing? Here? thanks for that information. Thanks for that little bit of life advice. Oh. <laughs> All right, so just a little tidbit. If you are starting out, I mean, if you want to go back and listen to the episodes, I think is it 3 through 14 or something? About 10 or 12, 10 to 12, I can't remember. Yeah, there's about 10, 12 episodes that are not on Spotify or Podbean or Apple. Uh, It's because we had music on there. And those episodes are, you can actually find those on listennotes.com. Uh, it's another platform where pod, you can find podcasts. So on that platform, all our episodes are on there, 1 through 121. So go in there and find out what you've been missing. I will say if you just recently joined and you haven't listened to any of those past episodes, uh, just a word of warning that they are a little bit rough. Yeah, the sound isn't very good, but the guests on those episodes, yeah. um, man, we got like Kathy Little Leaf, we got Superman, Levi Black Eagle. Feline White Man, her very first episode was in that, in that was cluster. Yeah. Dang, that's, that was a good one. Yeah, she was one of our first ones to come on. I think she was kind of towards the end. It was like Feline. Oh, and I, I can't remember. Tommy, he was when we first got this set up. Up here. Up here. Okay. Yeah. That was but like episode got this 15. Set, this set up, but still, okay, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Yeah. If you want to go back, listen notes, check it out. And, you know, just shout out to all our listeners all over Flat Earth. We appreciate you. We love you. And all our unspoken words disciples, please keep spreading unspoken words gospel, Billy Graham style. And with that, we are going to sign out on episode 121, Anger. We'll be back next week on 122, One Deuce Deuce, bigger, better, stronger than ever. 
and ready for to speak on it. And remember, you don't want it to itch. Yeah, don't touch it. It'll itch. <laughs> Shinnick. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.